I just want to start off by praying and inviting the Holy Spirit because we're going to be partnering with him today. And um, so, yeah, I just want to invite him to all of it. So, Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We just say we love you, God. We just give you our attention right now. We just turn our, our focus to you, our gaze to you, and we, we, we love you, God. And so we, we pour out our adoration, just even as we're, we're just sitting in our seats and listening, and um, we're just partaking in what you have for us today by aligning our hearts with yours. So I just pray for more wisdom, more revelation today, God, just for everyone here. And I just pray for deep encounters with you today. Amen. Cool, cool. All right. Sweet. So welcome. This is week six of Kingdom Living. And um, we're going to be talking about health today. Um, It's only fitting that, you know, we're talking about health on the week that we have a pie baking competition. So that's fine. Um, (laughs) It was not planned. (laughs) Um, So I'm excited to share with you this morning. I feel thankful that health was included in Kingdom Living because it's one of the things that I'm passionate about. And a lot of the things I'm passionate about in life are wrapped up in this huge topic of health. Um, It's also really difficult to pick what you're going to talk about on the huge topic of health. Um, But today we're going to be looking at God's heart for our physical health, our mental health, emotional health, and spiritual health. Um, Health is centered around being in harmony with God in body, mind, and spirit. God is a triune being, and he's given us these three three elements to our being as well, our bodies, our minds, and our spirits. And each are different, but they work together to create who we are. And they're equally important. And they're equally responsible for, um, we're equally responsible for stewarding all of them. And sometimes it's easy to spend a lot of our attention on one of these more than the others. Um, It's easy sometimes to get focused on our physical bodies above our, our spirit and our mind. And sometimes it's easier to focus on our spirit and we neglect our physical body. And um, so today, when we talk about health, we're talking about it with the lens of all of these things are integrated together to make up who we are, and we're responsible for stewarding all of them. Um, so I want to encourage you today to ask for kingdom vision when viewing yourself today, because it's easy when we're talking about this to just analyze yourself. And so ask for kingdom vision today when you're thinking about how does health relate to me right now. And um, yeah, and ask him to just change your view of yourself today. And all of these three parts, body, mind, spirit, deserve your love and attention. Um, so yeah, I've been praying that, we, that all of these things, that we would be aligned with God's heart in them this morning. So we're going to start First Thessalonians 5.23. It says, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and your soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we consist of a body, a soul, which when I say soul, it's our mind, our will, and our emotions, and a spirit. And all three are connected and have a great importance to God. And we're called to love God with all of these, our whole being. And he desires for our whole being to be sanctified completely. 
In Matthew 22, verse 37, we're going to start there, go through 39. It says, And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. We see this similar in Luke 10, 27. It says, And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. So we see several times we're called to love God with our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Um, And then it also says we're called to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So are we worshiping God in all of these areas? And then are we loving God by stewarding these areas? Um, And are we loving ourselves by how we care for these things? So a key to healthy living is learning to love yourself right where you are. This is the key also to lasting change because your body might not be at your desired weight. You might not be as physically fit as you would hope. Maybe you're getting sick often. Maybe you're even dealing with a chronic illness or disease. But we're called to love ourselves right where we are. And it's going to be different for all of us. But we need, um, this is where the Holy Spirit comes because we, when we align our spirit with his, um, this is where we learn to love ourselves in the middle of this. So God's, yes, God's will is for us to be healthy and prospering. But he first tells us to love ourselves no matter how healthy we are. Loving yourself has to begin with accepting love from God. And part of loving ourselves means letting go of what's going on in our physical bodies and embracing where we are right now. Because only then will we be able to see ourselves how God sees us. And seeing, God, and seeing ourselves how God sees us is what will motivate us to make those changes. This is what will motivate us to love God and ourselves better. We can't use shame to make us change because shame will make us feel like failures. Um, it tells us that nothing we do is good enough. And shaming ourselves for not being at, an, at our ideal image for our, our bodies or our minds um, will keep us from loving ourselves. And we won't be motivated to change. And we, we won't be able to change something that we don't love. In John 10, verse 10, it says, A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness until you overflow. So, The enemy also has plans for your soul, your spirit, and your body. He knows how to bend the truth to steal life from you, and he knows how to try to convince you that your soul, your spirit, and your body are not worth stewarding. He knows the lies to tell you that will bother you the most. He'll try to convince you to shame yourself, to hate your body, to hate your personality, to get discouraged about your ability to hear the Holy Spirit. But the good news is that God made a way so we never have to believe those lies again. He's given us everything we need to wage war against the enemy's lies. And one of the most powerful weapons he's given us is our mind. So the mind plays an important part in, in having a healthy lifestyle. Dr. Carolyn Leaf is a neuroscientist and mental health expert, and she states, the mind has the power of intellect, emotions, and free will. And if enabled by the spirit, 
and empowered by the Holy Spirit can make good choices that can positively change the body, which includes the brain. So our mind is a powerful tool. It's one of the most powerful tools that God has given us. The thoughts that we allow to take root inside of us can either bring us closer to the Father and align us with our destiny, or they can draw us away and make, an, make us disconnected. Our mind can even cause us to respond physically in a certain way. Um, when we declare truth over ourselves and think positively about who we are, our brains can actually change and they can believe who we are. Um, our, brains are, our brains have the power of changing and realigning um, with our mind. So we can physically react with joy, more motivation and optimism by thinking truth about ourselves. Jesus was intentional about aligning his mind with the Father's. And the more that we align our thoughts with his thoughts, the more we'll see our bodies how he sees them. And this is, going back, this is what I think is the key to loving ourselves. Aligning our thoughts with his thoughts will allow us to see our bodies how he sees them. We already have the mind of Christ. We don't need to work for that or earn it, but he's inviting us to see ourselves through his lens. In 3 John, verse, uh, no, chapter 1, verse 2, It says, Beloved friend, I pray that you are prospering in every way and that you continually enjoy good health just as your soul is prospering. So here, John is praying that Gaius' physical health would match his spiritual health. We see clearly here that God is concerned for both our physical and our, and our souls, our spirit and our, and our mind. John knew that Gaius' spiritual body was in a good place but he knew that God desired for his physical body to align with God's kingdom in the same way. So God has given us an active role in our health journey by giving us the tools that we need. And while there's grace and this is an ongoing journey, um, we are able to partake and make positive or negative um, choices. And sometimes these affect how we feel and sometimes they affect how we live out the calling that's on our life. So God's desire is that we would worship him with all of our mind, spirit, and body. So we're going to spend some time talking about how food specifically plays a role in kingdom living. So I've spent um, some years researching food and nutrition. It's what I have my degree in. And I, I would love to give a message on like certain food brands and... Uh, the government's role in our food and America's meat and dairy farming practices, but um, we're not going to get into all that today. The topic is huge, and there's so much to continue to learn and to be growing in, and every single year I'm learning so much more, and we're changing um, things about our lifestyle every year. Um, it's pa I'm really passionate about it, and recently I've been asking God, why is this passion on my life? Like, why Am I so excited about this beyond, like, other things that I could be excited about? Um, so I've, I heard a couple of things, and so I just wanted to share those with you today. First, our bodies are a gift. So our bodies are made in the image and likeness of God, meaning we, the creation, display the creator. We're called to steward creation, and we're called to care for God's creation. 
So we're called to care for ourselves. And through food, we see one of the opportunities to care for our bodies. So it's not about food being good or bad, but rather how can we let the kingdom invade? How can we let the kingdom invade what we choose to put into our bodies? And so I don't think that this is, I don't think this means that we just eat whatever we want and we just pray a blessing of good health over ourselves because I don't think that that's stewardship. I don't think that that's how we're called to care for our bodies. Stewardship is caring for the gifts that we have been given from God. So I do want to say that this doesn't mean that we stop praying for breakthrough and healing because God can definitely heal sickness and disease and he wants to no matter how we've treated our bodies. Um, so we should, but we should agree with his will to heal while we are called to take a role in stewarding our health. So health or a healthy lifestyle are not measurable goals that we can reach and check off a box of completion. Health and wellness aren't just good ideas, but they're how God intended creation to walk out their fullest calling. So personally, stewarding my body has looked like trying to consume be kind to my body by consuming things that will help me to live out my calling on this earth as long as possible. And one thing that I keep hearing is like, we're supposed to be getting healthier every year, not sicker. We're supposed to be walking in more and more fullness, more abundance every year. Um, And the second thing that I've, so the first thing I feel like our bodies are a gift. This is something that I, I feel like is key to understanding um, God's perspective on food. And the second is that food is a gift. So food is a gift that we're called to steward. Jesus desires his disciples to live simply and to do justice with our resources. So what we're given is not ours to keep, but to give away. And when we take food for granted, we tend to abuse it and we tend to waste it. And we haven't just been abusing food individually. We actually, as a culture, have been abusing food and wasting food, and we've been taking food for granted. Um, So the U.S. is a global leader in food waste. And the USDA stated that in 2010, the U.S. discarded at least 133 billion pounds of food in a year, equating to $161 billion dollars which breaks down to about 219 pounds per person. So this means that 40% of our entire country's food created in one year was thrown away and not used. The USDA also stated that in the same article that the number one solution to food waste is source reduction, meaning that we buy less. Um, And filtering through information like this, personally, I believe that Jesus has called us to live simply. In my personal opinion, our relationship with food and how we source it, how we consume it, are an invitation to step into simplicity with Jesus. When we take food for granted, we tend to abuse it and we waste it. Personally, this has looked like slowing down to understand the value of my food, where it comes from, the story behind how it got onto my plate, how it's benefiting my body, and how I can humbly view food as a gift from God. So I just want to share a couple practical tips that have been really helpful for me in viewing food as a gift. And I hope that these are 
my heart behind this is these are things that I feel convicted about personally as like God has brought me on this journey of viewing food as a gift. And I think that these, um, that there are different things for all of us in this room that maybe he wants us to step into to view food differently. So for me, embracing simplicity with food has looked like being more mindful about my purchases, um, buying only the food that we need, need and, and then enjoying it guilt-free. I consider shopping habits, bringing the Holy Spirit in on the choices that I'm making. For Josh and I, it means being consistent about meal planning. Planning meals has been beneficial not just for viewing food as a gift to, to live more simply, but it's also helped our finances, it's helped our health, and it's been great for our time and our schedules too. Another way that I've been practicing simplicity of food is learning to shop locally. So understanding where food comes from has tremendously helped me walk out viewing my food as a gift. I go every Saturday to the farmer's market with Sarah Beth. She, want, she wanted a shout out at 9 a.m. if anyone wants to join us. Um, and this simple discipline that I do every Saturday has taught me so much about studying my relationship with food. It's taught me how to slow down. It's taught me how to understand the hard work that goes into growing food. And it's, it's taught me a lot about practicing thankfulness and gratitude. So again, uh, simplicity will look different for all of us. But I hope that you see the heart behind it as just an encouragement to take a step back and to view your relationship with food, the food that you purchase, the food that you eat, It's, it's more than just a solution to your hunger. That's an opportunity to practice thankfulness and gratitude as we steward the gift of food. So one of the biggest things that I've learned through researching food and health has been how it's a continual process of learning and growing, changing and implementing more spiritual disciplines as I walk out my calling. We're not going to find the perfect diet or workout plan and stick to it every single day of our lives. It's not realistic. And, and there's going to be seasons where this is really hard. There's going to be seasons where this is really easy. But the good news is that we have the Holy Spirit. And he's a helper. He's a coach. He's a friend who's excited to, to walk out health with us. And the Holy Spirit's on the journey with us. And I think that this is what helps align our spirit with his in this whole health journey is we're inviting the Holy Spirit into the process of stewarding our bodies. So I want to share a story about how I've experienced healing and health in my life. It's a story about how the Holy Spirit really guided me through a time where I needed breakthrough in all of these areas. So my body, my, my spirit, and my mind. So in uh, 2018, in August, I was struggling in all these areas, and I had, I had just had a miscarriage. I was eating things that weren't providing good nutrition to my body. I wasn't exercising. I was depressed, and I really didn't feel close to God, and to be honest, I really didn't want to be. Like, I didn't, I didn't have, like, a desire to hear his voice in that moment, in that time, and I was also experiencing a lot of mental fogginess, it was hard for me to recall memories or form clear thoughts. And for those of you who know, who know me well, it is hard for me to form quick thoughts already. Like, it takes me, like, a solid minute to form, like, my 
plot and get it out there. I'm just such an internal processor. But during this time, it was significantly, um, it was significantly harder, and it was like nothing was really happening in my headspace. Like I would take in information, and it, I just felt numb with it. Like I just nothing was connecting. Nothing, no new thoughts were being made. Almost, I felt so numb and very disconnected from people. And I think that that's also what made it so hard for me to have conversation easily with Holy Spirit. So our staff team took an annual trip, our annual trip to Urbana, Illinois, for SOCOM training, and. I received some prayer for mental fogginess. And during the prayer time, we prayed through generational memory illness, miscarriage trauma, declared freedom and identity over my body. But to be honest, the prayer time didn't feel significant at all. I left, I was kind of discouraged. We went back to the Airbnb, we like watched some TV or played some games, I don't remember what we did. And I, I just felt like nothing happened. Um, However, the next day, during our last session of the training, I asked God, in the middle of the session, again, I just asked him to clear my mental fogginess, because I really wanted to take in what was being said at the conference. I felt like I couldn't. And I finally heard a response from him this time. So in the middle of like all my mental, physical, and spiritual chaos that was happening, I heard God say, drink more smoothies. <laughs> And so I really thought that this was my own thought because I really like smoothies, and I was like, this is weird. All right, I don't know why the Holy Spirit would tell me to drink more smoothies. And it's also very rare for me to hear something that specific. And so I just thought it was myself. So I was like, okay, can you, like, give me more clarity? Like, are you sure that's what this is? And um, I really felt like the clarity he gave me to that was go home, when you get home, every single day that week, make a smoothie. <laughs> I was like, okay. And um, it was so odd. And I got home, and I did it. <laughs> and at the time, Sarah Beth was living with us. And um, literally every single day, we made so many smoothies. <laughs> and, we, and so I packed them with like as many fruits and vegetables as I could. I packed them with like fats and superfoods and adaptogens and we would like even top them with like all like extra fruits and stuff. I don't know. And so it seemed like such a small insignificant change to my diet and um, I kind of had even forgotten about like why I was doing this almost because at the end of the week um, Catherine and I actually, were on, we went on a run, and she asked me how I was doing after the run, and it was in that moment that I realized that I wasn't experiencing mental fogginess anymore. In fact, my thoughts were very clear, and I even had energy and passion back in that moment. And after that day, it continued to, to increase. It, I continued to have more clarity and more freedom. And so what I love about this story, it's just, it's just a simple story, but... It really well displays our relationship. Well, it displays the relationship between our mental, our spiritual, and our physical health. Because I was experiencing these symptoms of depression and sadness and laziness, lack of energy, lack of inspiration. I was having mental fogginess. I wasn't experiencing God's presence. So I needed healing in all of these areas, right? But I love how through the story spiritually and mentally, there were breakthrough when I implemented a physical change. So I'm not downplaying the power of healing prayer, 
However, in the story, I was given an action step from the Holy Spirit. It was drink a smoothie every day. And this change provided nutrients to my cells that probably helped clear up, like rearrange neural pathways in my brain. And it gave me mental clarity. Now, God could have instantly healed my mental fogginess in a moment without me making any kind of physical change. However, he desires that I love him with my mind, my spirit, and my body. He desired that I learn to steward my body well in that moment. And I changed something physically, but more importantly, I aligned my heart to ask God what what I needed from him. And sometimes diets or exercising, they don't go well because we're not getting our soul and our spirit aligned with our body. And I mean, with God. And so lasting change begins with our heart sometimes. It begins with posturing ourselves to just come and worship him with all three of these, these things. And I love that God has given us an active role in this. I love that we get to walk this out, that it's a journey of learning more and growing more. God's desire for us is abundance. He wants us to have fullness of of, of his life in us overflowing. He desires that we would steward what we've been given to sustain this abundance so that it will overflow to others. So he's given us all the tools that we need, and he wants, us, he wants to do it with us. Um, so I would spend time asking God why he wants you to be healthy, because this why can be a big motivating factor and a reminder of God's desire for your health. Begin thinking about ways that your life would be different if you were living at your healthiest potential. What would your relationships look like? What would your vocation look like? What would your, how would your leadership be impacted? What about the things you spend your money on or the way that you rest? Because your health doesn't affect just your personal life, but it also affects the world around you. You'll be unable to fulfill to fulfill the call in your life if you're constantly sick and tired. So I want, to ask, I want you to ask yourself, why do you want to be healthy? Maybe it's to be around for your grandkids. Benny Johnson from Bethel states it as, I want to be here for the long haul. So be honest with where you're at, too. These are just examples, and it's going to look different for everyone. But I hope that you invite the Holy Spirit into the process of determining your why because he's the one who equips you to walk it out. So we need to ask him into the process of, in the journey of our health. So I want to spell out quickly just the difference between our why, like why we are um, stewarding our health and walking in this, and then just a health goal. So it's easy for us to set goals of losing weight or being able to run a marathon. But I want to challenge you that our overall health is not a measurable goal that we can just check off a box of and just say it's completed, we've done it, um, because that's not how health is. We, it's an ongoing journey, it's continual, and it's a process of choosing every single day to steward our body, soul, and spirit. So losing weight shouldn't be our why, but maybe it's just a goal and a step along the way. And God knows what your body and your mind need more than anyone else. So his role in this is huge, and um, I, I really wanted to end today by spending some time 
asking him and inviting him into our health journeys and um, asking him why health is important to him for us personally. And then also asking him, why does he desire health for your life? Um, so we're, this is what we're going to do. We're going to stand, if everyone could stand. We're going to run around the room. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and we're just going to put out our hands. I'm just going to pray. Holy Spirit, we ask you to come. We invite your presence. Yeah, we look to you right now. And we just say, we want to worship you in all of these areas. We want to worship you with our bodies. We want to worship you in spirit and in mind. So just right now, just begin to ask God why health is important to him. God, would you show us your heart behind why health is important to you? And then ask God for your why. Ask him, why does he desire health for your life? And begin to ask him what steps you can take. What steps can you take along the way? We just invite you into the journey, God. And Deb, you can come on up if you want. We'll start playing. Um, so just continue to press in. I, I really feel like he wants to just impart wisdom right now. And we didn't get into a lot of like fine details of what health might look like because it's going to be different for all of us. And so... I really think that part of aligning our, our spirit, mind, and body is that we're inviting the Holy Spirit in to, to guide us through this. And so just continue to press in. We just ask for your passion, God, for health. Would you just begin to stir it up inside of us to love ourselves more, 
message as we go from here that we just we would be um, that we would that we would feel your joy on this that your heart is your heart is for us your heart is um, loving us through this process and this journey so we're we're gonna go into worship and I I just really feel like um, a lot of things might just be broken off in worship today of of lies that we've been leaving about ourselves and maybe maybe there's freedom that needs to happen to to help us step into health today and so just as we worship yeah i just pray that over us today that we would um we would step into your perspective of health and that we would yeah that that you would just release your joy for this today god love you. 